Today, I'm eating a cracker, and the cracker tastes salty and sweet and sour and savory. Umami. Streaming Unicorn ASMR. Now, I'm going to eat a cookie. I do want to do one of those sensual dining things on the radio. Have you have you heard those? They do it because hey, people find things pleasing on the I'm microphone. Yeah, a cookie. Like she'll eat pickles. A cookie. Crackers all over. Hubble, hubble, hubble. I almost blew crackers all over the table. <laughs> Speak you. <laughs> oh. Welcome to Streaming Unicorn Podcast, where queer folks bring you queer commentary and reviews of the latest movies available from online streaming services. I'm your host today, Alan, and I'm here with your co-hosts, Brooke and Anna. This week, we'll be talking about and reviewing the movie I picked, Velvet Buzzsaw, available on Netflix. Welcome, Streaming Unicorn Podcast listeners, our Unicorn Brigade. We are so glad to be in your ear holes once again. <laughs> Welcome to Streaming Unicorn Broad. 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 We are broadcasting from Streaming Unicorn Central. We are a bunch of boys. <laughs> well, just to give you a quick synopsis of the show, we do movie reviews from a queer perspective. Uh, because we figure you don't always have money for the movies, but you always have your friend's Netflix password. We also are just doing movies available on streaming services. And I am your queer trans host, Brooke. And I'm your gay... Gay. Co-host, Alan. I'm Anna, hanging out in the background, going with whatever I feel. Hey, that's cool. That's cool. (laughs) We encourage it all. (laughs) Anti-label. (laughs) Anti-label. To a degree. It's probably annoying. No, that's... Will you quit? She did it again. (gasps) It's so funny. Last... last, uh, Well, a couple episodes ago... Anna was like, oh, I bet y'all are tired of me being political, blah, blah, blah. And several of our Unicorn Brigade messaged us in and was like, no, always be political. This is amazing. Y'all were too kind. They were way too kind. Also very true. That's sweet. So on today's episode, we are reviewing Velvet Buzzsaw, which is a Netflix original. And because it's so hoity-toity and full (laughs) of... (laughs) Toits. Toits. Art toits. We all have giant glasses or for me i've got a whole bottle of wine (laughs) yeah she went big yeah and every once in a while on the show you'll hear (laughs) good grief that's me taking a swig just full disclaimer we're not sponsored by behringer but if if behringer wants to sponsor us please that would work it'd be great to have any kind of a sponsor (laughs) a single sponsor any sponsor will do (laughs) just laugh us please (laughs) <laughs> Love us. So hopefully, you know, as we enjoy, the show will get even more toity. <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to veer from hoity, though. Why? Because it sounds too much like hoity. See, there's that. <laughs> Is that the noise you make when you poop? Oh. 
after he's eating Chinese food, it's more like, let's joy! <laughs> my God. I can't <laughs> no! Put the wine down. I, you just opened with racism. Already racial slurs. <laughs> no, it's because of the Lechoy brand food. Is it? Mm. Yes. Is it? Y'all, yeah, just let me get drunk on the air. This isn't air, it's wine. I'm going to get drunk on wine. <sighs> It's for art. Can you hear my disapproval? Well, I don't know when that stopped Can't. me before. <gasps> <gasps> Dang. Ooh. Do you? What? I, f- I wasn't listening. <laughs> I, I feel something burning. Something starting. Is it your biscuits? Biscuits are burning. I don't butter them biscuits. Oh, They buttered and they on fire. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fire. But they're best with honey dripping on them. You don't like honey. One of our um, <laughs> one of our uh, listeners messaged us in and talked about one of the things they enjoy on the show is hearing us actually have real laughter. <laughs> oh, yay. And I really appreciated that because we do think we're hilarious. <laughs> and we do laugh a lot. That's true. Ridiculous laughing. Catch me on a good day. I'm the funniest one you'll ever meet. We're going to cash you on a good day. As opposed to outside. Hey. Womp, womp. And I have a drink of your wine. I don't think you've had any. I'm high on life, baby. You're not going to drink any wine? Drunk on the elixir of being alive. (laughs) Well, maybe Alan will finish his and then drink on yours. Don't you be touching my wine? It's possible. This wine's good. It's delicious. 400 bottles. Yes. Why'd you say it like that? Because I thought you were going to tell the story and I didn't want to walk all over you with it. Why, tell, why do we have 400 bottles, honey? <laughs> because we do. Anna and I got married. <gasps> no. Shocker. Yeah. Surprise. And we had an open bar at the wedding, and so we did all this research about what you should get for the alcohol, and blah, 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 How many people? So we got a lot of alcohol. And come to find out, as soon as dinner was done, people left. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. I still I, I know. feel personally offended. <laughs> like no one actually loves me. Not everyone left. We had I'm a lot of people still. stay and we partied. But a good majority of people left, which was just surprising. I'm, I guess they had things to do. But I, I think they may have dehydrated themselves from the sunlight ceremony. Well, it was in the sun a little bit. But we <laughs> oh, do yeah. have a lot of alcohol to enjoy Whenever for years. us as little as we drink. It may last us 10 years. Yeah, that's that's not a joke. It's good stuff, though. It is good. All of it's good. Okay. It make you happy. So, Velvet <laughs> Buzzsaw is one of the latest in many new Netflix originals. <laughs> They're actually talking more and more about going to just Netflix original content and, and severely limiting or even getting rid of other kind of content. That's Ooh. offensive because how am I going to watch the West Wing reruns? And I always thought, it's got to be so expensive to make these. How is that? making them money but it costs them so much money to get like say friends or parks and rec to have streaming rights to those things Mm. that it actually is less expensive for them to produce an original work which is crazy that seems that is crazy but i've enjoyed a lot of their original right to be honest yeah and uh, anymore they're getting a lot of stars i just watched uh one this morning called homecoming the home no the road something what the you talking about the Bonnie and Clyde thing? Yeah, what's it called? I don't know. Son of a bitch. I never. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch it. But Kevin, oh, what'd you call him? 
Kurt Kasner. You missed it. I didn't call him Shoot. Kurt Kasner. Yes. I called him Kurt Kasner. No, you didn't. Alan. <laughs> I did not say Kasner. Yes, baby. Yes, you did. The Highwayman. <laughs> and it's about the Texas Rangers who ended up tracking down and getting uh, Bonnie and Clyde. And it was it stars. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. And Kevin Ms. Costner. Mr. Costner. Which she said, baby, they got Kurt Kasner for this. <laughs> Kurt Kashmir. And she said, I wish Alan was here. And I'm like, I'm glad that bitch isn't. Like, who is you Kurt should just call him Cody Kasner. <laughs> right. And then they get, did Triple Frontier, which is uh, got uh, Ben Affleck in it. Um, he was the bomb in Phantoms. In what? Oh, in Phantoms? Yeah, you've never seen Phantoms? From the Dean Koontz book, right? Uh, you, honestly, I have I no know. idea, but that's a movie quote oh okay <laughs> affleck was the bomb in phantoms <laughs> i'm gonna look it up uh, the dean Koontz book of phantoms was great the movie was terrible sure it was a superhero okay looking at point it. being they've been putting out a lot of these and they've been uh, i mean they had um what's her name for bird box sandra bullock oh sandra no bullock. it was based on dean Koontz's book yeah it was a terrible movie the book was Affleck great. Was, was good better. in it. The book was definitely half the book was great, <laughs> like really good. I'm and the sorry. other half was just all right. Uh, but anyway, they've been putting out a lot of extra uh, things. This one uh, got mixed reviews. People either really liked it or really didn't. Yeah, which I don't. I don't know. I. I guess it's if you were a greedy person in the industry, he probably called you out and didn't like it <laughs> you think the only people who didn't like it were greedy industry people maybe people that related to the character i guess we'll find out on this episode like did you find that character you or did you find that character disgusting and pitiful and on a dinghy in the middle of the ocean <laughs> um neither nethra <laughs> nethra <laughs> which <laughs> Speaking of blathering on and on, how about we go to the deets? And the music. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play us to the deets with my wine bottle. My headphones aren't working, and now I'm really glad. I only get (laughs) one note, so I have to drink some more. She's gonna be toasted here in five more minutes. Different note. That is a a tiny bit different. It's not gonna be good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read the deets here. Tell for us the, the deets, uh, Topham Hat. <laughs> I'm a little train from Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh my god! Sir Topham Hat, tell us the deets. <laughs> I will do so <laughs> right now. Renee, do so. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't even had much. Mm-mm. It's clearly enough. <laughs> So I'm going to read this in a dramatic voice because it's fun. Velvet Buzzsaw is a satirical thriller set in the contemporary art world scene of Los Angeles where big money artists and mega collectors pay a high price when art collides with commerce. As noted by Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. Hashtag (laughs) from the start... I loved the production tag. Have you noticed Netflix has a new production tag? No. 
instead of just the in bum bum they do the in and then it comes at the screen and all this prism of colors and they're saying because they're hoping their brand represents more and more you know the variety of different kinds of movies and blah but it's pretty blah yeah i mean it's no tri-star pictures with a pegasus jumping at you nothing will ever do that it's pretty Sorry. <laughs> it's no 20th Century Fox that always makes me think of Star Wars whenever I Every hear Every single it. time, yeah. right? But it was, it's cool. The, the name of this movie is weird. Velvet Buzzsaw. Because that really refers to... Giving some head. To a woman. Like getting in that nappy dugout. Good lord. What? <laughs> Did you really just say nappy dugout? Dining at the clam bake. <laughs> Baby! <laughs> what? <laughs> Going deep at the taco bar. Oh. <laughs> oh this makes me want to vomit. <laughs> I also didn't know that. This is a surprise to me. Depositing. No. Depositing the silk into the velvet purse. You know, common euphemisms like b- velvet buzzsaw for... The cunnilingus. Oh, okay. What? I feel <laughs> deeply uncomfortable by this whole thing. Why? I don't know. What's, there's nothing wrong with oral sex. I didn't say there was. I broke at Nappy Dugout, though. I broke. <laughs> <laughs> you broke all the way. Yeah, because I want to call it offensive. Like, I want to. I can't think of the argument why, though. <laughs> Other than nappy typically is a derogatory term for black hair. Oh. Right. And you've crushed her now. I'm sorry. It's also an Ice Cube song and the lyrics are horrifying. What is? Nappy Dugout? Yeah. A song called Giving Up the Nappy Dugout. Hey. See, that must be where I heard it. The first line (laughs) is your daughter was a nice girl. Now she's a slut. Oh, Oh, hell. What's wrong with being a slut? Nothing. I don't know, but then it goes up to say, goes on to say, a queen treating N-words just like King Tut. Gobbling up nuts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for this beautiful poetry. <laughs> Such prose. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, Goblin nuts. Ice cubes circa. That sounds like a very specific kind of porn. People, are, people who are into goblin nuts. Yeah, Spider Man. <laughs> it's the Green Goblin nuts. <laughs> I'm the Knob Goblin. Good job. <laughs> the Knob Goblin. <laughs> One thing I also appreciated from the start about this movie. Okay, I'll give you a minute. <laughs> Sometimes you guys need a minute. Hey, that's true. One thing I appreciated at the start of this movie, though, was they had opening titles. Movies don't have opening titles anymore, they just jump right into the movie. And I really liked that they took the time and to put some art into having, you know, the names appear on the screen and all this shit. Well, you know, it's an art movie that seems appropriate. It does. Yes. So this movie had a pretty awesome cast. I mean, it's... um, You know, I jumped past this cast and started talking about the movie. I'm sorry, Alan. You know what? I don't know that I'm hurt by that. (laughs) It did have... (laughs) the, The cast is notable, though. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal, Renee Russo, Tony Collette, Zowie Ashton. Yeah, who apparently has been in some things, but I've never really seen her before this movie. I know. I feel like I've seen her. Who was Zoe Ashton? 
Ashley uh, Josephina. Josephina. Oh. I've seen her in things like BBC TV stuff. Which makes I feel sense. Like. Yeah. Like, part of me wants to say she was on an episode of Doctor Who or two. <laughs> Doctor Who or two. Ooh, ooh. Um, I could be mistaken, though. But she did look very familiar from something else I've seen. Well, I mean, we do have an internet. Do we? With an... <laughs> Go <on>. <laughs> <laughs> She was on an episode of Sherlock. Ha ha. She was in a movie called Blitz and Nocturnal Animals. Oh, she was in Greta. So, Greta, which is out in theaters, which I saw and which really disturbed me because it was really good. Oh. Yeah, I got a bing ding. I got a bing da bang dang dang. She was also in a TV miniseries called Psycho Bitches. She was in one episode of Doctor Who. Ha ha ha. Into the Dalek. So. Yes. That was a good one, too. Well, kudos to you for remembering them by name. (laughs) Yeah, good job. (laughs) Because, wow. Wow. Meow, meow, meow. But um, one thing I found interesting about the the production company for this movie is actually called Dees Production Company. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. Dees? Like Dees Nuts? No. Like the artist in the the movie Dees. Oh, (laughs) I thought we were talking about Goblin Deets Nuts. Hey. <laughs> I don't know about this wine. Y'all drink your wine. <laughs> to catch up with you? Well, I've just had a glass of it. Oh, yeah? Hold your bottle up. Which is also say. known as half a bottle. That's a third. That's, that's a third. That's, is that a little more than a third? That's a little more than a third. All right. Two well, fifths. while you're poli- I didn't know that y'all were setting up a roadblock checking <laughs> like for DUIs, but I am running down this road. Why are you both looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> was trying to decide if I was going to make a boob joke. Are you done, Alan, with the people in it? Yes. Okay. I've got more to say. <laughs> so it opens up, and Jake Gyllenhaal, who plays... Morph. morph morph not to be confused with wharf mm. from star trek the next generation <laughs> or mork <laughs> from mindy mm-hmm. <laughs> mindy fame he, he, he's at a uh, an art show and going around and there's so much aloof art talk and i'm real worried at this already we're a second and i'm like mm-mm, mm-mm. this movie's art hipster chick and i'm not into it chic Chic, not chick. chick. You know, I once got laughed at because I said, hey, that's... <laughs> I forget exactly how I put it. I was like, that's oh, look chick. at this thing that's chic. Or, I'm sorry, chick. chick. And that was with seriousness and... I once got laughed about saying that too. About 30 seconds ago. <laughs> no. It was with someone who looked at me like I was dumb. Like, you know, that's not how you say that word. What? I also mispronounced epitome in front of people. I said epitome. It happens. We all we all have I to think learn. I've done that before. That sounds like something that I would do. Yeah. Epitome. Wait a minute. I it is the epitome. epitome of art. I like the way that rolls I off pass. the tongue, though. Epitome. <laughs> Welcome to my epitome. Ooh. We epitome. Have you guys don't want to talk about this movie, do you? <laughs> I don't blame you. It's a cookie. It's hard to talk about. One of the pieces of art there was this thing called Sphere, which is like this giant uh, mirrored glory hole. (laughs) (laughs) 
And they're like, oh, <laughs> put things into the holes. And you feel something. Yeah, every hole is a different, different. experience. And I'm like, bitch, I'm not reaching into that. No, no. my favorite part, though, mm-hmm. was the old lady who walked out like, I haven't felt that in years. I know. And I was like, I'll have the hole she's having. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, what is this thing doing? Is she like feeling a penis inside that hole? Might have been. Might have <laughs> I don't know. Some people, she said some of it was sexual. Mm-hmm. Her vootin' nanny got excited. Her vootin' nanny? <laughs> yes. Is that a hoot nanny in her veg? Yes, this is exactly what it is. <laughs> Maybe that was for people into fisting. Well, it could be. All, all the way up to your elbow in this hole. Right. Well, go. It's, it's like there's the cow insemination art installation. <laughs> oh, and <laughs> my voot nanny just dried up. <laughs> no. It clenched and left the party. I also loved uh, one of the other characters was trying to do this long voice to text. And she was like, blah, 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 blah. And at the end, she said, pop art. Pop art. Pop art. Fuck it. <laughs> I was like, she didn't even try to type it in then. She was just like, nobody needs this text then. That's real. Right. What made me laugh, though, is that more difficult words like Kraus and other stuff was accurately transcribed Taking, and right. capitalized. But you can't pick up pop art? <laughs> For real. Okay. Okay. Pop it in the art. Okay. It was hard to tell who the main protract protagonist. Protractinist. The main protractinist. After long protracted silence. It was hard to tell who the main protagonist of this movie was because I thought from all the trailers and everything, I thought it was going to be... Um, oh, great. I said not to be confused with Worf and that's all I can think and that's of. that's all you can think Morph? of. Morph. Morph. Morph and Mindy. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Morph, but then it, it's also, I think it's more Josephine. Josephina. Josephina, yeah. The, uh, um, she is like assistant to the main buyer in the movie, and then she fucks that up and almost gets uh, fired. She gets downgraded in her job. And as she goes home depressed after that, she's like, why is there a cane at the bottom of all these stairs? And mm. she looks up and there's a, old hand no those two things are out of order the irony is she got demoted because she found the dead body right oh that's right remember she, she was, was like i really did find a body and she's like sure fun story well and it's funny that she would end up being possibly the protagonist because i actually felt sympathy for her at the beginning at the beginning yeah. like yeah. When, when she her boyfriend's cheating on her and you know she's just oh i'm distraught and these things are hard my career is going nowhere right yeah think, Oh, poor her. But then she's a bitch. No, she was aw- she ended up being awful unequivocally. I know. And like was she like that the whole time or did she just become that because of the fame? Art? I want to live. I guess forever. I don't know that's something we'll have to discover as we discuss Velvet Buzzsaw. Velvet. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? In fact, we've met, we've skipped a whole lot of movie here, and we can do that easily because there's no plot in the whole beginning of this movie. It's just insepid art talk. I mean, you're you're setting up all these characters to be somewhat despicable, shallow, and yeah, very annoying, narcissistic, very waspy. I didn't greedy. need any more than that first party to to do that. Right. It was very clear to me early, and then they continued to try to make that point. And I feel like that made this movie drag. Pro- 
probably i i tend to enjoy those things again i I feel like i've said it before i enjoyed the unabridged stand because he did just ramble about characters (laughs) i don't know i felt like it puts extra it puts extra yeah i don't know it really builds these characters to well she is clearly out for herself he seems godlike and and that people fear him uh his opinion apparently means quite a lot yeah, in his that reviews world could, morph's reviews could make or break and an it, artist and the way he was talking about things is like you kind of questioned his knowledge about things because at first he's talking about oh he this work has clearly suffered as he became sober but then she's like oh this was before he you know quit drinking and then he was like hmm exactly so it was like, what? That's vague. He could go either way. It doesn't right. matter. But right. But I, what I'm saying is that was all set up at that party in the first five minutes of the movie. We didn't need yeah. 20 more minutes of exposition. That, I mean, you're right. In fact, but I didn't mind. I it. was so excited when Josephina found that body of that old man because I was like, "Is this zombies?" <laughs> yeah, I was it would have elevated it significantly for you, huh? <laughs> it would have totally because something would have been happening. Uh, it turns out something Dang. was happening. What we found out was after she did get demoted and she went back home, there was a convenient exposition man at the mailbox. <laughs> exposition <laughs> man. He's like, she's like getting her mail and he's like, hi, I'm here to tell you an important plot point. And she's like, okay, go ahead. And everything's like, supposed to be thrown away. That old man that died was an artist and he did a lot of art and everything was supposed to be thrown away. Wiped off the earth. There's nobody that knows if you take it all. Right. Hint, hint. So she takes it all. He had no family. No friends. And I thought she was going to pass it off as her own or something like that, but no. She was real clear up front. Like, no, this is a dude who died in my apartment building. Well, I think it it makes sense, too, because uh, what's her name? Rodora, Renee Mm -hmm. Russo's character, was like she quit being an artist. She said more than once throughout the movie she gave up being an artist, and now she's making money hand over fist and discovering people and elevating them to fame. Right, which is exact is actually where Velvet Buzzsaw came from. She had a little tattoo on her back of it, and it was somebody even mentioned like, "Oh, you used to be an artist, Velvet Buzzsaw." And she's like, "Yeah, I'm really embarrassed." Mm. In her punk face. In her right. punk face. Which was from anarchist to art dealer. It seems apparently in that world that's how it goes. You start as an actual artist and you become a monster. Ah. <gasps> you well morph into something else. <laughs> 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 I see what you did there. Uh-huh. That was my theory on his name. That was scary. You mentioned Redora, which sounds like a Godzilla villain. It does. You're, you're right. <laughs> oh, I called her Redora the Art Explorer. <laughs> Redora, Dora, Dora, Art Explorer. Let's go, bitches. I love. She will make you famous, but you'll abhor her. You're welcome. I had to get mm-hmm. that out. <laughs> I'm a drink to that. <laughs> glug, glug, Yay! Glug. <laughs> That's how you know that good. Very good, very good. So, I loved that she was one of many really strong female characters in this. And not once did somebody act like that was a problem. No, she was kind of amazing through the whole right. thing. Like this mm-hmm, dude comes in and tries to mess her up and she stands up in his fucking face and he's she's like, back the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And he did. He ran away. And she comes in and takes real quick control of this art. From Josephina. Mm. Uh, who was in over her head. Completely. She really was in over her head, though. She didn't know well, what she yeah. was doing. 
And but Gretchen was also another strong character. <laughs> she was she came into that museum and was like, "I want a gallery showing of my paintings immediately." And they're like, "Maybe next season." And she's like, "Now, bitch." And mm. there was just I that's one thing I enjoyed about this movie where there were some really badass women making de- decisive uh movements and nobody acted like that was wrong or weird. That's true. So kudos to the movie for that. But one female character not. that I didn't like was the little ink scientist. And she's like, I'm going to take a little scraping of this black paint. Oh, God, it's bleeding. And I'm just so shocked and amazed at what this is. And boom, we don't hear from her again. I was like, well, they set that up to be nothing. Well, you hear from her later. A, a long, like a an long hour later. <laughs> By that time, I was like, oh, she's back from outer space. I know. I thought she was going to die early on in that movie. I did, too. I thought the painting was, was like, blood oh, was going to get her. She has discovered the secret die. No. The secret die. <laughs> She's going to go into that same warehouse as these paintings and hide for a while. Right next to the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Rene Russo has like come in and like taken over Josephina, or as I like to call Josefina. Because <laughs> yeah. she's kind of a hoe in this movie. She basically come in and bullied her into taking over her her little art find. Because she clearly does not know what she's doing with it. No, she has no idea. Even though she's supposedly been in that position being groomed as a protege. And she comes in and she's like, well, we have to establish ownership. We have to get a lawyer. We have to blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and you can tell Josephina's like, thank God you're here. Mm-hmm. She like gives, she she buys into that real quick. Right. One of the things I definitely wanted to talk about, at one of the other parties where they're looking at the art, somebody comes up and talks about, oh, Morph, you're just, you're rude for saying anything. This artist, you gave him a bad review and he was in a terrible wreck because he was crushed and he was like, buy the car. And they're like, buy your review. And they were really blaming the critic for him getting injured. Is that a fair thing to do? No. Uh, Here's the thing. I think, and I could be mistaken, but I think the guy that they're talking about is the ex of Josefina. Josefina. Yeah. Oh, is it? And it so Ricky. he gave that review. You know, intentionally it was bad. Intentionally she asked bad. Him to. Exactly. He mentions that later. So. Was it intentional, though? Because he was real serious about his integrity. No, he, no, said, he later. said later he did he? that he okay. liked her. He liked that. He oh, liked yeah, that when art. he confronted her about mm-hmm. it. But he okay. tanked it because she asked him to. Rude. That's what pussy will do. Right. So, <laughs> so I mean, Damn. Here's I while, while no, he probably shouldn't be held responsible for someone else getting into a car accident, he should feel guilty. Well, I think those are two separate things. I agree that he shouldn't have given a review based on somebody else's wishes, and I agree that that's wrong. But I don't think the critic can be blamed for criticizing something. I think that your reaction or somebody's reaction to being criticized is what's to blame, not the person criticizing. And maybe the person criticizing is wrong, but that doesn't mean it's their fault if somebody gets drunk and has a car accident. Well, no, but I guess the way they're looking at it in their eyes are like, I don't know how you could see this as bad when apparently enough people are like, this was good enough that it shouldn't have got a scathing review. Right. And you've driven this person to be reckless because of, I don't know. I don't know. 
So are you erring on the side of there is some responsibility? I think there is some, yes. Is it only because he lied? Like if he really didn't like it, would there be less responsibility? Yes. Interesting. Anna, what do you think? I don't know where I land on that because in the art world, even outside of this movie, it all seems very cutthroat and open to interpretation. So however you feel is how you feel. Right. And I feel like an artist should probably be ready for some shit like that. And not go and get drunk. And I feel like if there were a popular opinion or something, I feel like they would be going off popular opinion to be prepared. Like if people, he's getting mixed reviews of it or something, then I'm prepared to receive that kind of criticism. But if there's some kind of overwhelming positivity about it, and then then one of the most, and then right, a very influential person comes in and destroys that. You're not ready for it. You weren't expecting that. Yeah, but stay home and get drunk. Don't get in a car. Don't get in a car. and drink your Moscato. (laughs) Exactly. Be be responsible. Call (laughs) someone and cry. Don't drive while drunk. Use Uber. That's true. One of the things that excited me about this movie was that it eventually something started happening. (laughs) I got real excited. It was 42 minutes in before anything really happened in the movie. Was it that long in before Bryson got the Bryson, whose name we really had to look up because none of us knew who the hell he was. Other than a weirdo who kept telling everyone he was an He's transporting art in the back of his truck. The art starts moving and shit and... Catch it, he catches on fire and bullshit. And well, he's that's like, because of his cigarette hit. Like his cigarette, but good lord, did you see it? It's like his cigarette fell into. It's like he soaked his clothes in gas. <laughs> he became Burning Man. So he stops at this gas station that suddenly lights up out of magic evil, and this painting of monkeys playing pool attacks him and kills him. And I was like, oh my god, it's this kind of a movie. Thank God we finally know. Forty-two minutes in. There was 42 minutes before that of things that I didn't care about. <laughs> I had, it's funny. I didn't even realize it was that long. Oh, mm-hmm. man. I thought I was it was maybe it. twice as long. Because <laughs> it was just it was like bloody, 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 art, art, art. <laughs> oh, those are also things that I enjoy. Yeah, maybe that's the key. I just thought it was funny how it's like everybody's so enraptured in this art. Like, every, like it's speaking to them. So I'm like, is there a demon whispering in their ear through these paintings? Or is it truly that good? I actually thought about that. Like, is is something, are they breathing in particles (laughs) that are affecting their brains? They're meth paintings. They're blood cursed. I'm slobbering myself. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Salivary. I don't know what happened. (laughs) He was, as it turns out, Bryson was only the first one to fall uh, to this mysterious evil painting to die death. From evil. <laughs> Next is Don Don. Don Don. Don Don the Piper's son. <laughs> Was that Law and Order? <laughs> Don Don. Don Don. <laughs> I so wanted him to get like his belly cut open and Why? something stuffed inside. Why? Like a, like a tauntaun. <laughs> Shut up. Because his name was Don Don. Good no. job. Because that would have been a great way to die. And That's I not okay. I would have been okay with that. Like Instead, that doll. He got the classic, oh, the projector's running for some reason, <laughs> and I'm going to unplug it. Instead of being like, fuck this and getting the hell out of Dodge, I'm just going to stare at it like, what? What's happening? Alan. 
I'd have gotten I the fuck it. out. Like they, they put substance in this shallow little man. Yeah. I thought that was funny. <laughs> oh, you're still back on what Alan said? Yeah. Oh my God. I moved forward. Move with me. No. I'm moving my own pace. <laughs> that was established at the top of the show. <laughs> dun dun. Dun dun. What's next? Uh, the, 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 the creepy little doll is watching him. Oh, yeah. I was trying to think of the beginning of the Law & Order monologue, so I was not useful at all. But here's a good time to introduce our little friend Coco, who found the body. Is it Coco or Rococo? <laughs> Rococo. Or Coco Chanel. <laughs> <laughs> but if we want to get into the specifics of Don Don's kill, sorry, you were talking about the projector when I trailed off and co-signed alan's <laughs> tauntaun <laughs> yeah I was, I was saying that if the projector you unplug it and it's still playing you you leave you don't just stand there mystified that's true yeah get the fuck out and then the light starts fluctuating that's not a time to worry about changing the light bulb no that's the time to get the f out right because then of course something grabbed it some paint hand grabbed his <laughs> tie paint hand and hung him did he morph into the painting though because something no he was still hanging there Remember when Coco found him? Oh, no. I meant while the kill was happening. I didn't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Did you see that? I don't know. Something weird happened in the background, but it could just be my perpetual Well, there were, there were eyes on the wall watching him. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was something that I I think th- I may have even missed more, but I feel like in almost every one of those weird scenes where something started to happen, there were eyes somewhere. Yeah, there definitely was. And I didn't DC's understand why watching. this hand reached out and grabbed him. I didn't feel like that had any... With yeah, at least I didn't the other see people. artwork. Artwork was involved. It was thematic to some art. But in this one, he was just like, there's a projector, the old man appears in it, and a hand hangs me. Maybe that's why, though, because he didn't necessarily have artwork. He, the private investigator had just left from digging up personal information about Deese. So maybe that was it. Maybe. I don't know, I don't but know. I feel like it's sloppy. Like he didn't deserve a painting death. He just deserved maybe. a random hand from he was from being nowhere. nosy to try to hold something over Rodora. Mm. Rodora. Rodora. So let's talk about Josephine and Morph for a minute. Morph is portrayed as this very effeminate, flamboyant gay man. He's got a boyfriend Ed. named Ed who gets naked real quick. With and buttons. then he starts banging Josephina. Which I'm here for. Yeah, I'm totally here for bisexuality. But I do hate the bisexuality is portrayed as I'm. Confused. Cheating. I'm I'm cheating. Uh, I, I didn't feel like he was confused. He was, I felt like he was very He said he was confused. Did he? Yeah, he oh, said you confuse me. Oh uh, yeah. She when said I'm around you, you I feel confused. That's even now something. I'm even more angry. It's like, Well, he did go and break up with Ed post haste. Nobody is a cheater. Okay. Isn't he? I'm not disputing that. I was um, just saying the I'm second saying, he I knew, think he, he did got have out of a, it. He did have a wandering we, eye while they were together. He's a bisexual, which we never see in movies, rarely see in movies. And here he is being somebody who cheats and who apparently says she confuses him. He's confused. <laughs> and so that I was annoyed by. I'm definitely not annoyed he was bisexual. It was actually a, a, a shimmer of hope and... <laughs> enjoy but i don't feel like they portrayed his bisexuality well but i also feel like that relationship with her was one-sided she clearly just wanted him for his 
expertise, his um well the what he could get her professionally. Right. With his skills and his yeah. reputation. That's what I was trying to think yeah, of. Yeah, this time around certainly. But we do know that they had gotten it on before, before when they were doing something. Yeah, and every time they were together, especially when they actually banged, it was I was so uncomfortable. Because Why? Cheating, even in a movie, makes me uncomfortable anyway. But there was just something about them. They didn't have chemistry. They didn't... Through the whole movie, I didn't feel like they belonged together. Well, they didn't. And they didn't. Yeah. Did he actually... I mean, I know he had wandering eyes, but did he actually cheat before he broke oh, up Oh, yeah. With he him? put his whole hand in her vagina. Yeah. Well, I guess that was before. Yeah. And then... You're right. Him and Ed went on that trip. Yep. And then they broke up. And then That's I was surprised because there was Jake Gyllenhaal's ass. And I'm like, on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Netflix paid him buck it. enough to get his butt on there? They were like, we're going to sell one of these deces to show his ass. Hey. <laughs> so with this company being dece, I wonder then, like, are there any people that have mysteriously died from the production company? I don't have any idea. I oh, hope not. I hope not either because that would mean that this shit's real. Bum, bum, bum. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. <laughs> so anywho, <laughs> person number three to die turns out to be Gretchen. She finally got this uh, gallery show that included the sphere that we talked about earlier, the mirrored glory hole. <laughs> and so she was pissed about it for some reason. I don't really know because I didn't care. And then she's all alone. She wanted artwork switched out at the last minute. Like I said. Damn. <laughs> she's all alone and she goes up to the glory hole thing and she sticks her arm in and I was like I already knew not to do that (laughs) and sure enough it's like and does something and starts spraying blood out the other glory holes and her arm is all cut up and whoa they got dark with that death yeah I was first off that was a lot of blood for an arm well I guess your body was pumping it out that giant hole they did say she bled out well but so, after she pulled her arm out. Well, see, my theory is that wasn't an <laughs> art installation. It was a phantasm ball. Oh, yes. <laughs> a little flying cuisine art. Which clearly, <laughs> as everyone knows, phantasm balls make 16 times the normal amount of blood appear. That is true. God, I love phantasm. I know. It's so good. That was a good one. And creepy. Ugh. I so seen it. they were really dark with it because <laughs> everybody just thought that was an art installation and they opened up the gallery That's what and they were like, up. oh, look, a dead body with a bunch of blood. Oh, they're really making a statement. And little kids <laughs> came walking through. and started, they thought it was fake and they started just tracking it that everywhere on their shoes. actually made me mad and I feel like, number one, little kids shouldn't have been in a museum that nice. Number two, I'm serious. Oh you get the shit that museum. Was, children get nice <laughs> no, museums. No, they don't. They should. Not little shit kids that go and put their feet in art. <laughs> Where is their supervision? I'm not even kidding. Like, really, if motherfuckers thought it was part of the art exhibit, put rope around it to keep the little kids away or don't have little kids in there. The grown-ups <laughs> need to walk around it. Oh, she's revved. I am mad. She's revved up. <laughs> Those are my real feelings. Little kids should get cave drawings. Beat the they ass of that little should kid. be in the little kids section of the Columbus Museum of Art where you can be Do grubby. Do you really believe that? To a degree. Oh, no. Yeah. I think kids should be exposed to all kinds of art. I'm not saying that they shouldn't, but if they can't behave themselves, get the fuck out. <laughs> I'm not going to be paying 50 grand for a painting for you to put your little goldfish cracker hands on. 
Have some more wine. No! <laughs> she said, Muscat, no! <laughs> I, I'm speaking truth. But Y'all you know, know they it. all think that's still all fun and games up until Zoe Deschanel number two. Right, she is the poor man's Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> yeah. She comes in. Coco. Coco Chanel. She she, she discovers so that. Though. And she's like, why do I keep finding dead people? <laughs> she was so, she just needed a job. That I baby. felt bad for that little, little baby princess. She did. She just needed a job. She was so adorable. Mm. <laughs> so, said so, no. so the, I don't know. She was cute, but she was also worthless. In this <laughs> I like that she, I feel like she tied it together because I did find myself figure, trying to figure out what her point was. I think she's kind of the everyman of the movie. Yeah. She's us experiencing the horrors of this movie. Like, why is everyone else crazy? That's what I think, too. This industry is ridiculous. Like, these bitches are all dirty. And then she revoms. Revoms. Reveals You revom me of the babe. Babe. Babe with the power. What power? What power? The power of Ravon. Yeah, the wine's kicked in. <laughs> Ravon. It's true. I'm going to have to pee in a minute. Oh my God. Why is this podcast about you peeing every week? Because I have a bladder that needs to be emptied on a regular basis. <laughs> Thank you for the biology. You <laughs> Because I'm a functioning human body. Right. And I try to stay hydrated. <laughs> exactly. I also had a whole pot of coffee. Speaking of piss. By myself. <laughs> Josephina has been banging Lafayette. Which I'm mad about. Right. It's not actually Lafayette. It's David Diggs who plays Lafayette in Hamilton. Alexander uh, Played Damrish in this film who was another artist she starts banging him cheating on morph 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 comes in there like what you banging and she said she said a line that i don't know if it's the best or the worst breakup line (laughs) she said i was never particularly obsessed first of all "Mm, oh shit that is an art bitch line right that's what i felt like two i feel like david diggs should have run from the from the hills for the hills. Know, he was cool. He was like, dude, she said you were older. I wasn't trying to dig in your garden or whatever the fuck it was. He said, <laughs> jump your train. Jump your train. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so that was one. What's two? Wait for what? One, he should have ran. Oh, I don't remember. I think two was going to be. <laughs> two, don't laugh at me. have another drink of wine. <laughs> no, that's the problem. You should not have given me alcohol. <laughs> so... I think what I was going to say was I was sad she's banging Lafayette even though he's gorgeous because I, I'm weirdly here for her banging Morph. Until he's, you are? Until yeah. he sees oh, hands reaching it. out at him. I hated her banging Morph. Why were you here for it? I don't know. I think... Because <laughs> she was horny. Oh my God. Are, is this going to turn into some kind of therapy session where no, we discover dark secrets? I just enjoy a man being able to be sexually fluid no I, yeah i support that and and give sexual fluids th- that yes, that's good too. even though we didn't see it i assume it happened <laughs> <laughs> that that was all i'm just here for it he seemed like a safe choice especially since he was an up-and-coming artist like of course he's so gonna bang someone attached to their relationship museum. for the social justice of it all Probably, but I'm okay. I'm also weirdly in love with Jake Gyllenhaal, no matter what he does. 
Oh, it is Gyllenhaal. I always call it Gyllenhaal. I do too. Like Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Instead, it's like Gilligan's Island. Gilligan. I don't I know. Do I've always seen it for him. Gilligan, the skipper too. No? No. Josefina is not his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Lafayette. The professor and Marianne. Whoop, whoop. Okay. That was all. I don't know. But he's, it's funny. He, um, uh, what's his name? Da- Damon? Morph. No. Oh, the artist? Oh, yeah. Damish? Something Damish. like that? He, uh, is like entranced by all this Dees artwork. Like he's clearly affected right. by it. And it's Damrish. Damrish. I kept wanting to call him Hamish for some reason. Damrish? But I mean, him and John Malkovich's character, they're both kind of looking at this from the perspective of a true artist. I loved that. And then I didn't really click until later, an artist at the beginning of his career and an artist at the end of his career. Oh, yeah. Both being affected by this. I agree painting putting particles in the air yeah, we murdering talked people. about malkovich in this he's been in a couple of because uh, he just shows Netflix up to be cranky now, now. He, shows, he, <laughs> yes, he shows up to be cranky to be a fucking problem <laughs> right i'm gonna go hide on a fucking beach and draw art in the sand i'm just here to be business. cranky and weird on a hire this is a make great a big studio y'all. purchase and draw Red and blue testicles on white paint. <laughs> right. They did look like big droopy balls. That's didn't what they? I thought. They were big droopy. See, it was art. It was D's teardrop nuts. titties. D's nuts. <laughs> teardrop titties. <laughs> and then he added a third one later, almost like it was some kind of total mm-hmm. recall homage or something. And <laughs> a third ball. A third titty. <laughs> third titty. So <laughs> it's right about now in the movie where everybody starts being like, well, not everybody, but enough people start being like, there's something to this. These paintings <laughs> are evil. Die. People are dying. And so Morph is the most convinced about it. And he's like, I've got to do something. We've got to get rid of these paintings. But instead of destroying them, he decides to store them in his storage wars closet. I don't think he was trying to destroy them. I think he was just trying to get them out of his life. Well, that's what I'm saying. He should have destroyed yeah, them. If he really thought they were them. evil, he should have destroyed them. But he I was agree. storing them. Which th- What the fuck's that going to do? Not shit. I mean, it won't melt Nazis. But it's still there. It's still yours. Ark of the Covenant. Okay. I'm like, what even happened? <laughs> Jumping back to the beginning of the podcast. Is this from Santa Clarita Diet? <laughs> oh, speaking of, season three's out, and I'm thrilled. I love that show. It's funny. It's my kind of, it's like, uh, yeah, I could I could have said that. That's <laughs> what I feel about it when they, when they make jokes on that show. So Morph is trying to store this shit, and who shows up? Me. Robo Hobo. It- <laughs> I'm sorry, but that... That piece of art was creepy as he It was. was actually Hobo Man. It was Hobo Man. Not Robo Bum. It was a robot that, <laughs> was, that was a homeless person on crutches, but dressed in Uncle Sam clothes. Yeah. And interestingly enough, I read on the internet that the primary characters, not everybody, but the primary characters were killed all by art that they disparaged. I saw that too. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Well, he definitely disparaged Robo... Bum. Bum. And <laughs> this thing was the creepiest death in this movie, I think, because it starts chasing him, and I'm like, fuck no. That's, that was the only part I was creeped out by in this Bitch, whole movie. Bitch, we are not friends to the end. Mm-mm. He dropped his crutch and came for him. Got like, the Marrr! fuck out of that. He was like running full speed. I built this railroad. <sighs> Stab with the crutch. Mm-hmm. Break your neck slowly. 
Oh, Which but made when he him was uncomfortable, I was like, "Is he raping him?" Because at first oh, he's God. like all up on his back, like with his head up against his face. That would have been awful. Well, I don't know. For some reason, I don't know why my mind went there, but I felt like he was about I mean, to it be violated fit with the quote quote confusion that he was going through and all that stuff. Right. Like I thought that was it going could have been there. symbolic, but I'm glad that's not what happened. Ugh. No, just snapped his neck. So Josefina goes to some hole in the wall club with Damrish to do something. Looks like they he was meeting up with the collective dude that walked in on Rene Russo's character earlier. Well, she gets pissed at something, gets the fuck to leave. Right. And Somebody was parked behind her. Yeah, this was about to say her car is locked like, in. By I have art death privilege. Cadillac. This is putting me off. <laughs> See, that was a serious ass tin on those windows. Mm-hmm. It was an, an illegal tent. I agree, illegal. But while she called the tow truck and was waiting for the truck to show up, she got like warehouse doors. Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at Alan because he's sitting there like a drunk Irishman. Like, I <laughs> totally illegal. I believe you. Totally. And he's just sitting there, just got this grin on his face. He's feeling rosy from some wine. He's oh like, my I, gosh. It's, I, totally illegal. <laughs> it's transporter chief Sanders. <laughs> I have to pee. I can't hold it anymore. Yes, you can. Tell us about Josephine. Oh my God. So, <laughs> warehouse, do this quick. Warehouse doors that are covered in graffiti open into an, an art gallery and she walks in and then paint starts melting in it and then it goes up her shoe and it looks real cool because it looks like melted crayons but it's going it the opposite way and then it like takes over her skin and she's like, ah! But meanwhile, she was on the phone with Rodora whose cat, whose scary ass, naked ass cat yeah. <laughs> runs out and she almost gets squished by the installation. Meanwhile, Josefina cat. is being melted or eaten by melted crayon paint and then <laughs> she dies. I don't know why. Maybe it's blood poisoning from paint. But <laughs> then we cut to Rodora like, oh no, Josefina's dead. And then the next morning her car gets towed. Irony, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that is about realistic on how long it takes for a tow truck to show up, though. That's true. So I appreciated that. Right, like time for death to fucking move his car after he killed her. <laughs> and then, like, it morphs back to a warehouse, but you can see her horrified silhouette in paint right, which was behind cool. the graffiti, which she abhorred. such a missed opportunity for the rest of this movie. Every time somebody died, I wanted to see them become part of a painting, and they no, never I did. I, except I, this one time. I wanted to do that as well. Which I actually thought was great. Which also would have been May another movie. May I go movie. pee now? Would have been what? Another movie. What movie? I can't remember what it's called. There's I feel like we that has about happened this. in a movie. It's like an old mo- All the art comes to life or traps you in it or yeah. something. The Page Master. <laughs> <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. It's a joke. Is the animated? Uh, you remember the books I come to life? Oh, it's horror. I know book. what you're talking about, but I never watched oh, it. hell. Probably because it was stupid. The last person to die turned out to be King Ghidorah. <laughs> King Ghidorah Redora. <laughs> oh, Redora, yeah. <laughs> With, uh, but it's cool because you get that little flash of um, the eyes on the wall following her. Oh, yeah. Oh, this was before she died. But yeah, yeah. the night before, it, it's something Alan noticed. He's like, oh, roll this back real quick. I want to see this again. And then I was like, oh, I didn't notice that. But eyes flash on the wall. It's the old man's eyes. Creeper. Like, but, I wonder if her house was painted with blood. God, I hope not. That would explain a lot. 
But well, I'm she, talking about when after after Josephina dies and Morph dies and she finds out about all of it, she's like, I'm getting rid of everything. She's getting mm. every piece of art out of her house. Not just this art, but all art. <laughs> right. Every she got everything bit. out. And then she's sitting outside and Alan's the first to notice it, but then she's kind of re-portraying a painting that she had of by this artist. And uh, all of a sudden, the stupid ass tattoo on her back turns into a real buzzsaw and cuts a hole in her back. It was th- and I was like, "That's stupid." And I was thinking before it happened, like, "I bet that motherfucker's gonna come alive." And then I was like, "Nah, that's too dumb." But then it happened. Yeah. And I was delighted. That was real like- '80s horror movie right there. It was foreshadowed though when she said, "All art is dangerous." Oh. <laughs> art before death. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that tattooed on her wrist? Um. No. What is it? Uh, no death. No art. Yeah, that's what that it was. was. Poor woman, no cry. In case <laughs> anyone wondered, I successfully went to the bathroom. Yay. I'm glad you've updated everybody. I was, yeah. I was really trying to just play it off. No, no, I have to, because I announced it earlier. It's quick. We are a part I'm of efficient. the urination. <laughs> 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 that's why I said this, because Alan went into a Janet Jackson medley. Would we have gotten that otherwise? I don't know. Alan, no. what's your what if? My what if? Oh, yeah. God. Caught me off guard. Oh, sorry. What if? I believe in miracles. Here it comes. Your sexy what if. So, Alan, what's your what if? <laughs> now that you're not off guard. <laughs> what? I don't know why you like me. <laughs> what, what if someone had a tramp stamp? And it came to life and went into their butt. Oh my god, why? Because you asked. That's too much. That is crazy. And that art infected them from the inside. From the That's kind of what happened with Josephina. Mm-hmm. And now suddenly they're trapped forever in someone's trashy tramp stamp. Oh my gosh, what if... What's his name? Mark? Dansky, the artist. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Dam Damrish? No, oh, the old man. Deese. Oh. That was his name. Deese nuts. What if all the dead people came up as tattoos on his body? He's old he's, and dead and in the dead. ground. That'd be cool, though. It would, thank you. He's collecting souls. Yes. I wanted there to be one be piece cool. of art that had everybody in it. I think what we're casting about here is for ways that this movie could have been better. <laughs> <laughs> what if this all made any fucking sense and had a meaning or purpose behind it? I kind of liked it. All right, fair enough. I think that leads us to our reviews then. I don't know. Well, what about Zoe Deschanel? She has to go back home to Michigan, but she got a cat as a consolation prize. She did get a cat consolation prize. In the evil Dansky cat, yeah. Damrish, what the fuck is his name? Deese. Deese. Deese cat. Oh, you're a brook today. <laughs> you are a brook today. <laughs> At least she asked instead Tell of signing a Tell me more about Kurt Costner. <laughs> Kurt Kastner. <laughs> oh, and, and then, of course, you can't forget that as Zoe Deschanel is leaving for the airport, they see all that artwork on the side of the road posted on oh, yeah. the fence, which is oh. all Dee's artwork that was stolen <gasps> yeah, from that stolen crash from that initial truck. crash. Dansky art. And it's like, how much for this? I don't know, $5. So... He sure did say I was like, five bucks. I was like, that old man's going to die for five bucks. He sure is. Because he profited. And all these people are going to pay for not appreciating the value of art. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe they liked it for the real reason you should like art, not money. Wow, Alan, you're so deep. Deep inside. So about those reviews. Alan is deep inside. <laughs> Alan wants to be deep inside. Oh, God. <laughs> Alan, start us off with reviews. <laughs> I'm going to drink the rest of this wine. <laughs> so ratings. Do-do-do-do. Take me to your ratings. So I give this movie a two and a half out of five. I actually that's low. I thought you were going to enjoy it more than that. I well, I enjoyed it, but it was not the greatest movie. I mean it. It was commentary clearly about the art world and the disgust of greedy ass people. Um. But I don't know. It was the the art was interesting. The I thought the art was actually kind of pretty. And it was the art was good. I, I was like, I don't know who really did that art, but it's amazing. Um, the cast was great. I loved all the people. I thought they all did good jobs portraying what they were. Um, if you knew what they were. Um, aside from that, I don't know. It, it was okay. It was long. It drug on forever kind of like me talking about it and (laughs) 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 and and then as far as pride flags goes i mean you had gay you had possibly bi or some kind of combination thereof Uh, and it it wasn't sexual it wasn't necessarily a big deal but because nobody seemed to say much about it but it was a major point in the story so I gave it four flags. Okay, that was a strong four. Anna, what about you? Uh, I think I'd probably also give it two and a half stars. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's hard. It's She's really like, hard. just because I said, bitch. <laughs> you know, that's how I should mic drop all these things. But, I mean, I liked it. It was, it was cool. I do want to say, though. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow the inside here <laughs> this is what you're getting from me tonight you get what you get because you gave me wine <laughs> and and i also realized that i took a muscle relaxer right before we started the well, show shit you shouldn't be drinking that wine I, it didn't connect until later i was like why am i drunk and then i was like that's why and self said okay <laughs> but <laughs> Can we also talk about how killer Renee Russo looked in that one dress with the cutouts and the polka dots? Jesus. Yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah, let's do it. She was gorgeous. She looked like she did in Thomas Crown. And I already thought, whatever. Renee Russo, call me. Renee Russo, call me. (laughs) Remember the story about us getting married? Oh, yeah. Don't call me, but no, I appreciate what you look like in that dress. Baby, why don't you get a dress like that? Let's do it. You have a nice butt. Oh my God, you need that dress. Oh my God, this is... Okay, thanks. I thought she looked hotter when she was in her little jean jacket outside on the... You are a little drunk. (laughs) (laughs) How many pride flags? Four. Damn. How come she gets to talk about how hot Renee Russo is and I don't? Well, you can. Oh no, go ahead and do it. Let's share Renee Russo love. Like she had her little curly whore hair and 
her little jean jacket y'all are into milk is that where she walked into homegirl's apartment like bitch this is what we're gonna do here no when they're at that party and she's talking to the new artist dude out on the balcony (gasps) i thought she looked super hot there she did she looked like she was gonna get on the back of a motorcycle and go somewhere which i yes bitch do it (laughs) yeah fucking do it yes okay i'm satisfied okay so (laughs) Yeah, I enjoy, even though Brooke was like cheating, that uh, Jake, like it wasn't a big deal that he was fucking Josefina. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, because even Tony Collette was like, well, your bitch just got in his car with Lafayette and they're riding off into the sunset. Like everybody knew and nobody cared. (laughs) Your bitch just got in the car with America's favorite fighting Frenchman. (laughs) No, that's real. Because he knows what to do. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to shut my drunk ass up right now. Oh. So, <laughs> here, I'll give a similar, I'll give a similar review as you guys. Like, I didn't care for this movie. I'll give it one out of five stars because Ooh. I said so. Really, though. What is this fucking movie? I feel like this was, is made for a very narrow audience. Yeah, and and they tried to also throw some horror fans in there, but it's a narrow audience of people who really appreciate art and art culture and art scene. See, I felt like that would be true if there wasn't a forty-minute introduction for Ugh. those that the forty-minute introduction was. I feel like totally for these art people because, like I said, <laughs> I don't. I love art. I have opinions about art, but I'm not into the environment of it. And that first party mm-hmm. they had told me everything I needed to know about these people. Uh, what is it about? Like, okay, these things happened, but why? I know the director said he had the idea that people pour their soul into their art. So when you look at art, imagine like the their creativity in it. And apparently the soul of this old man was evil and wanted to murder. Okay, sure, I get that. But w- I don't feel like there was anything I gained by watching this movie. It wasn't even a good horror movie. It was kind of slow and boring for a horror movie. It was slow and boring for an art film. Uh, other than Jake Gyllenhaal's ass, there wasn't much to really enjoy about it for me. So I'm giving it (laughs) one out of none. So you enjoyed his ass? Yeah. So I'm giving it one out of five. And for Pride Flags, I will give it a strong three because, yes, it had a bisexual character. Yes, it was terrible at showing what a bisexual (laughs) character can be like, but it did show somebody, they didn't make it a big deal. It did bother me that he was the stereotype little fairy for a while. Um, Yeah. And this happens. I mean, it's not like that's unfair. People are like that, and that's totally valid way to be. It's just, I'm so tired of seeing that over and over and over as the example. And then when he did kind of, suddenly he's screwing Josephine. I was like, oh, this is somewhat interesting if he wasn't cheating on her and making bisexuals look like cheaters. Great. <laughs> but uh, I did appreciate that this was part of the movie and that it wasn't, it was an, uh, his sexuality was just a, a thing that happened in the movie. It wasn't what the movie was about. Mm-hmm. So I appreciated that as well. So it gets a good three out of five for me on Pride Flags. But I wouldn't recommend anybody see this. <laughs> That's fair. I don't know if I would tell my friends either. <laughs> <laughs> like I did. Alan, for this that's episode. why you're a gem. <laughs> you are a gem, Alan. I still love you. I mean, I've made you watch bad movies before, Alan. Oof. House. House was great. I did actually house for another podcast. 
I guessed it on uh, Candy Coated Razor Blades and did house for that. That is a hilarious episode of that show. It is only good because we made it good with our commentary. Agreed. Agreed. That movie was so bad. House from, uh, but it's not the house with Richard Mall. It's the house from 1970 something. The really strange experimental film made in, I think, Japan. I do feel like other people should experience that, however. They should. Yeah, I would recommend people see that. But also, I would recommend they do it a night when they've had an edible a couple (laughs) hours before. (laughs) Or a muscle relaxer, apparently. Yeah. That's it for this week's episode. Please review and rate this podcast, and if you like what you're hearing, subscribe. Join us on our next episode when we'll be reviewing The Birdcage. Watch it with us on Netflix, then join our community to share your own review or discuss other movies with us and other fans at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Unicorn Brigade. Streaming Unicorn Podcast is produced in cooperation with Stealth Pickles Productions and is copyright 2019, all rights reserved. Theme music created by Brooke. Check out our website, streamingunicornpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and YouTube for bonus content. Until next time, this is Brooke, Anna, and Alan saying, All All art art is dangerous. That's because I don't like anybody. Uh oh, shake it, shake, shake it, shake it, shake, shake it, shake, shake it, shake it like a Polaroid picture. <laughs> oh my God! What? I why feel is, like last night. Why have I drank almost a whole bottle of wine? And I'm less drunk than you guys because I just downed the whole half of my cup awesome. in the last five minutes. I haven't eaten <laughs> since earlier. I know I had a cookie. That was fine. I had crackers. Good job. I'm not a cracker, but I had some. <gasps> Wait. Baby, you are a cracker. So what's a cracker? I've heard it's a white person. I guess I am a cracker. Isn't Alan, aren't you white? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I'd just like to go on record as saying I finished my bottle of wine. Before the end of the podcast. <laughs> Wait, baby. We just discovered that Alan's white. What? Alan's white? Get the fuck out. Maybe I I'm- was actually with somebody who thought they were white. <laughs> But it was actually Hispanic. Yeah, but it's actually Hispanic. And like one time they were talking about being white, and I was like, yeah, ha, ha, ha. And they're like, why are you laughing? And I was like, because uh, oh. you're not white? And they're like, what? Like, Your mother is full Mexican. Your skin is brown. You are white. You are white. Your skin's not really that brown, though. They're browner than me. I'm sure. Well, that's not what this story's about. So... And then she was like, my parents always told me I was white. <laughs> of course they did, because proximity <laughs> to whiteness is desired in this country. But your mother is Mexican, full Mexican. Doesn't matter. Still whiter than black folks, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that just got dark. I'm sorry. I was like, ooh. The sun has gone down. I can't even see Anna anymore. <laughs> what are you trying to say? There she is. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> my God. My <laughs> son is... <laughs> Fucking scared the shit out of me! Oh my god! My son Aiden was standing in the dark hallway, and we didn't see him until Alan shined a light at Anna, and then all of a sudden he lit up and scared the shit out of us. Yeah, I knew he was there because I heard him come down the stairs. Because Uh. I'm real life a ninja, even when drunk. All I know is I had a flashback to that fucking movie when the eyes were on the wall. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) "Ah!" All right, drunkness.
I'm awake. I'm drunk. I'm sober Dean. now. Tell us about balls it. Are on the wall. All right, I'm sober now. Balls. That scared the shit out of me. So that's it for this week's. Oh my god, I can't <laughs> even talk. That's it for this I love Moscato. It's so good. Death week. That's it for this week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> No, how about the hobbity? Alan's drunk. This is awesome. It. Be very quiet. Oh my god, this was I the worst. You. This was I this was the you. worst idea I've ever had. I blame Brooke. Or is it the best? That's it for this week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk ass bitch. <laughs> you can do this, Alan. Get a professional podcaster, Alan. Just I'm breathe it out. This. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. Scary. Mm. It'll bite your booty. So It'll creepy. suck you so into creepy. melted crayon paint and put you on the side of a warehouse wall. I thought you said paint Patronus. I don't know why. Oh, I want to paint Patronus. The bloopers at the end of this one is going to be as long as the episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> the episode was a giant blooper. 